Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 
Tonight we're going to talk about Am I Done Yet? Where's my cigar? I guess it's more so in reference to the deeds and the actions that we do. With all that is done throughout the day, hell, throughout life, for whatever motivation may be, God, family, business, whatever it is, when is enough enough? As parents, are we done after the child has reached 18? As husband, wife, are we done after all the bills are paid monthly? As siblings, are we done after both or all siblings can make it without going back home? As children of God, are we done well, when? Oftentimes, things that are aforementioned in this passage are taken for granted and intentionally because the gestures that we do are done because it's what we do by way of our upbringing and or raising. In my opinion, we're never done. As long as there's breath in our body, we are never done. So without further ado, let's get right to it. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Hello? Hello? I am well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, when when you talk about are we done, uh, let's, I guess first option was as parents, are you done when child turns 18? No, you're not. You know, when you're a parent, you're a parent for life. Child becomes an adult, legally recognized as an adult at 18, but that don't mean they have the mind of an adult. That don't mean they have the knowledge of an adult. You still are, you know, you have to teach them how to navigate through life. So in some cases, you may be done financially when your child turns 18 because he or she has gone out and gotten you know, a job and, and can take care of some odds and ends that, you know, you previously had to take care of, but you're not done. Husband and wife? Nope, you're not done when the bills are paid. Sorry, can't get out of that one. Um, I come from upbringing where, you know, if you took vows, you took them for life. So as husband and wife, when you take those vows, you're not done until death do you part. And even in that case, you're not done, Um, especially if you've created children together or, you know, if you're leaving behind a legacy of any sort. No, sounds like you're never done. 
Go ahead. Is that what I'm hearing? You can never die. That's my thing. Well, I agree. Um, with with all those, as children of God, the first thing you know, you do, you, you always you help. You help the less fortunate. You help brothers. You help sisters. You help all you need. You help. And it may not always be financially. Sometimes it may be, you know, being that listening ear. So, you're never done in that regard. Um, as as parents, um, no, <laughs> you're never done. Because it even transfers to grandchildren. It, it just it keeps going. As long as, you know, you have, I guess, advice or what have you, you're never done. Your hats may, may change, or you may even take on uh, more hats or put, up, put on more hats. Excuse me. You're never done. As siblings... No, <laughs> you're never done. Husband and wife, you can, that's, you know, only thing really changing that because you're never done is status, uh, comfort level, things like that. So, no, you're never done. Now, these are the things that you do because um, the way I was raised, you're supposed to do. You're supposed, supposed to, to help your children. You're supposed to help oh. uh, someone in need. You're supposed to help, you know, your children. You're supposed to obviously help your husband and wife. You know what I mean? I mean, you're supposed to, you know. Um, I think that when you, well, when you have children, you create an automatic obligation. And I know that um, I mean, sometimes that that can be looked at negatively, but it's, I don't think so. It's like when when you have children, you like they're an extension of you, and you know during the raising process, you're. I'm sorry, there's a bad echo. Hello? Hello? Are we still connected? Yeah, we're connected. Okay, because all I can hear is, is an echo. I just heard you now. I think the connection is bad. Are we clear now? Oh, uh, no. Well, sounds like my line is clear, but I can hear an echo from you. Say something else? Okay. 
okay. And that's the Okay, so let's try now. Um but what I was saying is when you when you have children they're an extension of you. So you during the raising process you teach them. You you know, you you have many obviously conversations and, and life lessons that you know, you may go through that they may go through as a child and then you all as a family that teaches them a little bit about life. But truthfully, how much do you learn about life when you're being raised? I mean, you kinda learn the do's and a don'ts. Um, you you learn a little bit of faith if you come from a faith based family. You know, you may learn a little bit about how to prepare yourself, but you don't really start there's another the echo is, is loud, I'm sorry. But you don't really start learning about life until you're at the age where experiences are, are thrown at you and, and then the experiences become your teacher. And at that point, you know, some of the parental duties may be lessened, but most of the advice um, starts. Okay, I'm with you. Uh, I, I'm sorry that... I, my connection is bad, so I think I'm gonna have to disconnect. Um, because I I hear the, the echo. Okay. Can you hear now? I can. Yeah. So I'm gonna disconnect and, and call right back in if that's okay. That's fine. Okay. I apologize. Well, I know that based on the way that I was raised, you know, you're you're, you're never done. You, I guess, you're done when you're dead, and truthfully, not done then either, because you still have an impact somewhere. You still, um, your works are still carrying on. Well, here's our caller back now. So you're 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 never done. Now you may take a break, uh, you may rest, but you're not done. So we're gonna have to continue to fight. We're gonna have to continue to teach. We're gonna have to continue to dig deep and and spread the word and yeah, dig deep just to go a little bit further because we're never done. Hello. So I have a question. Okay. What do you think? I have uh, uh, associates that um, will have blatantly said, when you turn 18, my job is done. What do you think that means? What do you think they mean by that? If if you're never done, what do you think, what does that mean? Well, it, it, really, it really depends. I think that it could come from two different perspectives, right? 
So one, my obligation for uh, official child support can be done, <laughs> or it could be one of those um, now that you're now that you're you know you you you, you think you're grown, or now that you're grown, essentially you know you take care of yourself. That doesn't mean that he's going to stop parenting or or stop being involved. That just means now I'm just I'm just guiding you, if you will. I'm just here uh, for advice. I'm here for counsel. This is a mother that said that. Even still, even still, I'm just here. I'm just here to to counsel you, like. There's no way, and especially with mothers, especially with mothers, when 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 the kid is 18, mom is still gonna be like, "Yo, you can come here, you can stay here, you can do whatever." You know what I mean? That's just what mothers do. Daddy, on the other hand, may be like, "Hey, hey, it's only one man gonna be in this house. <laughs> it's time for you to hit the bricks." But mama, nah, mama go be right there. So you're saying that um, if a mother said that, then she's straight up lying, because that ain't the case. She is lying. She is lying. She is lying. Now, she may, like I said, she may stop buying him clothes, she may stop, you know, uh, uh, buying Right. But, hell, she's still going to cook. If he's there, she's still going to cook. Or she's going to make sure he eats. Even if he ain't there, she'll be like, come get your plate. Like that. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Just like that. I hate to tell your husband I'm probably going to be one of them. I'm just letting you know now. So let this claim out there. Boop. Let's continue. <laughs> The kids be at the house all the time. You hungry? What you, what you doing over here? Mama says she cooked. And 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 totally, I I figured that. I I expect that. Um, but once again, there's only gonna be one one man in the house now. I'm not even saying that at 18 he got to go. He's ready to go. You know what I mean? Because my job, truthfully. Is to raise you so you can live your own life. Be self-sufficient, right? Self-sufficient, yes. If if you're gonna be out and have to come back and be out and have to come back, I'm not doing a good job, or I haven't done a good job at getting you prepared for life, getting you prepared. To go. We gonna you know what I mean? we gonna make it so you don't have to come back. Yeah, yeah, yes. Now. So if when you, you, when you like fly out of the nest, we're going to make sure your wings are fully developed before we send you off. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, if it's one of those things where, you know, your house is being covered, uh, some type of pesticide or whatever, you got to come stay for a few days, that's different. You know, um, but not on some, you know, I miss, I don't know how to manage my money or, you know what I mean, that type of deal to where, I go get a job or, and you know what I mean? Like, I'm coming back because I ain't doing my money. 
So what we're not going to do is pay. We're not going to pay bills for two households, but we will make sure that when you leave here, you can pay what you get. You can pay for what you get. Right. I mean that makes sense, and and that and and again that goes back to you, you know the question being when am I done? Nah, you're not. You know you're not done. And even when they become self sufficient, you know, and and they can pay for the apartment, they may need a little help with grocery money. Okay, that's cool. But when it comes to, you know, you just, you know, not being able to survive, you know, we're gonna give you all those tools be- before you go. All of those know-hows and you know budget guidance and um, stuff like that, right? Necessities right. and you know. All that we all that has to be has to be taught, but that's the reason why it's imperative that it's taught at you know not just. When the when the kid turns, you know, eighteen and ready to leave the house, or think he's grown up to leave the house, no, this starts, you know, when he starts working or generating some type of income. You know, you teach him how to save some money. You teach him that all this money that you're getting, you know, you can't spend it because you got to pay taxes, tithes, or what have you. You know what I mean? Like, teach him how to work with what he has. Versus trying to spend all that he's made, if that makes sense. Right, and, and, and prioritizing, you know, oh, like absolutely. You know, what do you pay first? You know what I'm saying? You, you, you got you got this money, and you running short. What do you pay first when you need gas? Well, your gas got to be able to get you back and to work. You need food, okay? Well, you gotta you gotta eat to live. Or do you pay your cell phone bill? Well, guess what? You might need to sacrifice your cell phone bill to get you some gas in your car and get you some food. But if you got parents like us to where you can call and say, okay, you know, I need a, can you cook or I need a, can I come eat? You, you may be able to, okay, come over here and get you something to eat and then put, you know, the gas in your car, plus have a little bit left over just in case something goes wrong. Because what you don't want to ever do is find yourself at zero and nowhere to go and nobody to turn to. No, I'm going to tell you this. Me, at the young age of 40, I could get on the horn and say, my I've done everything I'm supposed. I suppose I could. I've paid all the bills, and I'm I'm a little short on gas money. Since baby, you know, I'll loan you some gas money. Anytime a parent sees their child doing, trying, they'll be there to help. So for that woman who says, "Oh no, nah, he 18, he out of here, I'm done," she's lying because if she see her child trying. Going to work, uh, handling his business as much as he can, at that one time that he falls short, she'll be right there to help him. Not yeah, that, not I mean, truth be told, he can fall short more than one time. Cause that's, 
Right, just to, just to give you, you know what, you need me to help you out, let me go ahead and, you know, ain't nothing for me to give you a hand. Right, absolutely. And truthfully, you know, I may send my son off. <laughs> yeah, he ain't even 18 yet. I'm trying to get him out of the house. But he come, he say, he say, he say, he say that, yo, I'm, you know, can you help me out? Yeah, especially if I know that you're doing everything that you can do and you're, that you're supposed to do, and you're not blowing your money on what I consider unnecessary. Because just let's be honest now, you know, to you it may be life and death, may be very necessary, but you come to borrow money from me. So you trying to buy these Jordans ain't life or death. It ain't it ain't, it ain't that. But if you come here with some new Jordans, tell my dad I need some gas money, <laughs> son, you you sure go look good walking. I guess because the only good thing about that is our son ain't used to Jordans right now, so he ain't gonna be used to them as a grown man. <laughs> but I'm you, you ain't you ain't prioritized. I'm just kidding. I think that any any lesson worth learning um in life is the lesson of sacrifice. Um and that's But how parents teach that have have have, have shown they're about the sacrifice. How many parents have told their kids about about the sacrifice? And not to make them feel guilty. Do you know what I mean? But just to give them an understanding. Oh, shit. Uh-oh, excuse me. <laughs> I forgot we laughed. I let that lesson go every, like, it's, it's, that's all the time. And I'm not, I'm talking, you know, and not be given personal. Sacrifices. It's one of those, you know, I'm sacrificing to make sure you do this, you do that. Because by the time you get to where I am and you have yours, you're going to sacrifice to do the same thing. You're going to have to sacrifice because at some point you're going to realize that even when you got it all, you don't have it all. You can't have it all. You can't. It, it's like you can't achieve a level of comfort for you and your family if you don't want to get up and go to work. So if, if there's a level that you want to achieve, then the only way to achieve that is to get up and go to work. What are you going to do? You're going to have to sacrifice home time or your recreational time with friends or family or whatever to make sure that you show up for work. Well, you know that 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 sacrifice. It's uh, that's boy, man. That's that's almost like a whole other segment. But to have that conversation about sacrifice, you're, you're absolutely right. And 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 you threw comfort in there. I think that once you obtain a level of comfort. Once we we get comfortable, we kind of get stagnant. You know what I mean? Like we don't want to, we don't want to, we don't want to go up. We don't want to go down. We just do it right here. This right here, oh, yeah. it's good enough. And 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 that okay. bothers me personally. Well, what I was going to say is, is you know, I, I mentioned the word comfort because, quite frankly, 
you're going to make sacrifices regardless whether you're trying to achieve comfort or you've already achieved some type of comfort that you're at or you're not even where you need to be or where you're trying to go. You're going to have to make sacrifices point blank period. And you, you may not even be comfortable. You, should, you may not even have a duty. You may not even have, you know, there, there may be things that you don't have, um, but you got to sacrifice for the, for the greater good of things. You may be in an apartment and you're making a sacrifice to put money into a savings account so you can buy a house. You may not be comfortable in the apartment. So, pardon me because I misspoke because sacrifice isn't just about comfort. Well, um, um, you sacrifice a lot. It's like, like you said, there's a lot of times, you know, we want to sit at home and be comfortable, you know, with our feet up, relaxing. But comfort costs. <laughs> Shit, comfort costs sacrifice. You know what I mean? Everything like, does. Even right. being uncomfortable calls for a sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? Like everything. Like you, you there's a sacrifice in everything. Like I, I sacrifice, you know, um, TV time at night to go to bed at a decent hour so I could get up and, you know, get ready, get myself ready and, you know, get the house ready and the kids ready to get up the house for school the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, you you sacrifice sleep at night so that you could get your work out of you. Um, you see what I'm saying? So it's going to be sacrifices no matter the way you look at it, but um, I don't want to get too far off your topic. I just, you know, threw, kind of threw that in there. Well, I mean, even, like I said, so am I done yet? If Let's go to talk about comfort and the cost for comfort is sacrifice. Like, there's no other way around it. So, to keep you to maintain your comfort, you're going to have to sacrifice. So you're you won't ever be done unless you're just stagnant. And if you're stagnant, that's fine. If that's your thing, that's fine. It's not my thing. But if that's your thing, hey, that's cool. And I'm not even talking about the latest and greatest. I'm talking about the the things that makes us comfortable. <laughs> Like paying our light bill, our gas bill. You know what I mean? Like, got to sacrifice to pay those things. Well, we got to sacrifice time because it's times we want to lay in bed, sleep in, but we got to get up and go hit and go go to work, go to hit the clock. You know what I mean? It's times where you want to want to rest, but you got to work that sixth and that seventh day. So, am I done? Nah. Nah. Where's where's my cigar? <laughs> it's just smoke break, but we ain't done. And it's just not adults that sacrifice. I'm not. Uh, let me put that out there because 
our kids, they do sacrifice as well. My son, he's up right now studying. He got midterms. He's sacrificing his sleep, playing the game to make sure he get that grade that he's supposed to on those midterms. So parents, we definitely got to recognize that we're not the only ones that sacrifice. And sometimes just a, you know, a simple acknowledgement of that could go a long ways. And I know when we don't, it's not intentional, but sometimes we forget that part. Ms. Quick, what's your thoughts? No, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm right there with you. We do. When I was when I was young, and you know, we hear, I was you know I always say I was raised with my grandparents. My, my, my grandma would say, you know, uh, I'll get, I went up, got up, went to work. Plenty of mornings I didn't, I didn't want, you know, I didn't have, but y'all didn't know it because I made sure y'all had and and all that good stuff. And you know, I heard it so much to the truth, but that that was like cliche. You know, but I see exactly what what she's talking about. You know, and it and it actually made my heart smile because this is a mo- like she was she was she she paired me well. You know, so I can kind of measure up against that and say, damn, you know, maybe I ain't doing so bad. You know what I mean? Uh, and not having to to go back home, uh, I think that she has done well in her sacrifice. But mm-hmm. she still ain't she still ain't done. <laughs> she still ain't done. Because I still got to call. I still call and get advice. I still call, you know, just to get some laughter. Through the, through my day or something, you know what I mean? Like, here's some junk talking. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's not done. You know, there's something I saw on Pinterest the other day. Um, I probably can't even find it again, but it was saying how, and it's in in this, and not to take away from the dads that are out there, but um, is. It says that, you know, mothers are not done. We're not done as wives. You know, we're not done as mothers. We're not done as as daughters. You know, we're not done as, um, I mean, even employees. Um, So it was just, you know, one of those things that where they're, they're just certain requirements or certain responsibilities in life that we can't walk away from because you got to think about the effect that it has not only on our family, but that it has on, you know, passes down from generation. If, if we say we're done, if, you know, as your wife, if I say I'm done, how would that affect you? Well, what does that do? You know, um, being done as your wife not only means, you know, things between 
Uh, me and you go south, but bills may not get paid. Uh, children may not get fed. You may not get fed. You see what I'm saying? Um, right. And then, and then, you know, it's it's a slippery slope from that point. So it's kind of one of those things where, when we as women, um, this is just from my perspective only, accept uh, or take on a responsibility or take on a role, then that role may start at at you know. At whatever, it, only, it starts at the point that you check it on, but it, it lasts until your last breath. And and then, you know, you think about it, even on grave sites, it's loving, you know, loving wife, mother, grandmother, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you still carry your responsibilities to the grave because even those things that you taught um, through memory, you live. Through, mm-hmm. you know, conversations, you know, you, you live on. Your children keep you alive. Your husband, if he survives, you keeps you alive. Um, so, so those things, like, once you start a job, it's, hey, you're not done ever. Yeah, once you take on that role, you're not. And, and I agree. I agree. I, and um, like you said earlier, you know, not taking away from, from the dads. But it is also uh, it is it's both. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, as humans, regardless of of paternal or maternal, you're you're not done. You know, uh, like our conversation. You know, what what when I you know took you, I took everything that was that you brought that was before me. You know what I mean? Uh, shit, bills, uh, headaches, beefs, whatever you brought, uh, whatever you had, I now have inherited. And we're going to work it together. So as, as, a, as a man, you know, you, you never, you're never done either because my son, he get down my, he's 14, so he called me at damn 30 and said, Daddy, you know, we I got this beef outside of the job. You know, shit, let me grab my hat. I'm coming. It's, it's That's my boy. It still goes down, regardless of of age, regardless of position. You, you know what I mean? Like, you're never going to run off and leave your kids. Right, but let's back up for one quick second. Like you said, when... Not all men view that the way that you do. So when you say when you married me, you took my my debt, my headaches, you know my you know my savings or you know everything that I brought along with me um, became yours on that day. And that's great, and obviously that's something that we spoke about before we even got married. Um, but the reality of it is, is that not every man thinks that way, and um, in some marriages, in some unions, they they pick and choose what they accept, and the women do too. Pick and choose what they accept, what comes along with her mates. You know, um, for instance, I had seen something where. 
you know, there was a poll about a relationship, boyfriend and girlfriend going on a cruise, and the girlfriend had put a poll out asking if she should pay for his child with, you know, another woman to go along on the cruise. Well, I understand that they may not have been married, but the fact of the matter is this. You had that child when you met him. You planning a cruise to take you, him, and the child that y'all shared together, but you're just going to leave the other child out because you're not the mother, the biological mother of that child. But since you said yes to this relationship, you've inherited that. So even if you don't pay the full amount, you pay, you put some on it. So, you know, you you do a little bit to enable the child to go with you. If you can't accept that, then this isn't a relationship that you need to be in. You need to be with somebody who don't have kids. So the reality of it is, I say that to say that, they, that there's some people who think it's okay to pick and choose what they inherit when they get into a relationship. And so because they do that, it inadvertently makes, you know, well, I'm done with this. And then later on, well, I'm done with this. Well, I'm done with that, you know. But like you said, the fact of the matter is that, you know, on that day that you say I do, whatever that other person has becomes yours. Oh, oh absolutely. Period. Now, I, I got a – me personally, I have a real issue about – you know, separating and and making a difference in the in the kid. You know, that's that's not cool. Like like I always say, you know, the calves come with the cow. You know what I mean? So you're not gonna you're not gonna be like I'll pay for this kid because this kid came out of me. When but that kid, you know, from that broad over there, although you know they had the same father. No, nah, no, nah, we ain't on that. If you want, if we going as a family, that kid is part of the family too. Do you know what I mean? Period. Yeah, you may pay mm-hmm. child support for this kid. Cool. Good job. But y'all, y'all inviting this part of your family, this member of the family, on this cruise. So it's not gonna say, you know what, your mama need to pay for your cruise. I'll give her all this money every month. No, no, you're not. No, that's petty. That's petty. That's 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 parental bureaucracy. That ain't got nothing to do with that child. Mm-hmm. So, in my humble opinion, you know, either we all going or ain't none of us going. But we're not gonna go and not bring this other member along. No. No, that's not fair. Right. So as as the daddy in that situation, you know, I'm gonna have to holler holler at you. As my wife, I'm gonna have to talk to you. No, this this is what we're not gonna do. Mm-hmm. 
because just like you said, when you I when I inherited everything before you, you inherited everything before me, or vice versa, excuse me. And that includes that kid. <laughs> Shit, unfortunately that the mama too, <laughs> that baby mama too, or the drama of that baby mama. Yeah, no, you know what I mean. So that, that, that's that's the, that's the unfortunate part, but that's the factual. That's the real life. Right. So I'm having to the baby, you know, but you ain't go sitting, you ain't go go to the to the to the hospital because uh, his his mother, his biological mother, gonna be there. Nah, you gonna be right there too, because your love and concern. For that member of the, of the family. Mm-hmm. Anything other than that, truthfully, is insulting. And I ain't gonna have nobody be like, "Oh no, you ain't part of something. You got to go." <laughs> All right. All right. I'm. I'm. All right. Y'all better call security. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not done. That's it. Right. I agree. But I do find, you know, you had you had those conversations with with brothers and sisters, and they and they share that same position, and 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 it's and it's kind of disturbing. It's like. Like, 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 dog, like, that's just your daughter or, or that's your your son. Just because you didn't come out, you know, your sack doesn't mean that he's not there. I mean, he's not yours. So why would you leave them out? Right, and and, I've had, and and go ahead. No, I'm just saying I've had that conversation. Mhm. And just curious, how did it go? Did the other person understand your perspective, or? Yeah, I mean, they did. They it was it was understood, but it was it was you know. Nine times out of ten, they're only telling you part of the story. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm just tripping on on this just based on the little bit you've told me. But in, in actuality, you know, um you can see that. Like I've seen I've seen parents bring their two kids to the shop with different fathers. But only one of them, she only getting one of them a haircut, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so the other one not go get a haircut because of... You must what? not like his daddy. <laughs> right, right, right. And that's, and that's my thought. So it's like, damn, you know, that's kind of screwed up that this kid got to sit here and be left out. Because you mad at his daddy right now. Right. 
Yeah, and you know that's that's very unfortunate. Um, and it, and the sad thing is, is kids see that, you know, and and they know when a difference is being is being made. Um, and they they see that at an early age, you know. Just just the other night, our our boys were playing, and you know, the three year old said, "Michael's mean to me." You know, and so as soon as I heard that, it's like, all right, you know what? Let's go ahead and, and nip this in the bud because, you know, you you may be playing, but he doesn't know that you're playing. So his perception is his reality. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, when you say something, you got to watch your tone because he thinks that, you're just being mean versus, you know, you say something and then laugh and then, you know, you're playing. You see what I'm saying? So right. it's like when you when you have, you know, situations like that, you got to go ahead and nip that in the bud. And especially, you know, when you have parents that, that do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mommy, why is he getting a haircut and I'm not getting a haircut? Right. Think about it. I mean, and that's just on on on. A, you know, you you go you see people like your daddy ain't paid child support this week, so you ain't gonna get him from McDonald's. But his daddy paid, yeah. so he gonna get from McDonald's. Are you serious? Mhm. Yeah, they are. That's 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 crazy to me. Yeah, me too. But yeah, they are serious. They, you know, people do that, you know, and and so they they may figure, you know, uh, I'm done with you because, you know, me and your daddy didn't get along well, you know, I ain't like him, but you know, I'm not done with you. Parents do pick and choose. Um, in certain situations when they're done, which the fact of the matter is is that once you have that child or once you become impregnated and you decide to bring that life into this world, that is your forever. That is you, you know, and it's, um, it's, 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 it's one of those, you know, things where people... I guess kind of, I don't know if they take it for granted or don't seem to understand. Like, you know, I look at it as my child is me. I am my child. Right. You know, so it's, it's you know, if, if you do something for my child, then you are doing something for me. And so when he says thank you, I'm also going to say thank you. You understand what I'm saying? Even though... I may not benefit directly from what you're doing. You know, you may bring home a, a chicken sandwich for for the son, but guess what? I'm, thank you. Mm-hmm. Because I am him, and he is me, same as you. You know, like you, you are my husband. I'm your wife. So, if you know, if you got the connection, then I got the connection because right. we are. You know, you see what I'm saying? Right. But on the other side of that same coin, if you offend 
my child, you offend me. You offend me, exactly. And if you offend me, you offend my child. Um, you know, so it's and it's and it's just that simple. You know, because especially when when children get to the age where they can decide who they deal with or not, whatever the case may be, it's like, well, you know, I don't want to deal with that family member because of the way they talked to you the last time we were at the cookout. Well, you know what? I can't, I can't sit up here and convince him to have anything to do with you. You know, the way you yeah. left me from from left to right at at the cookout, the last family reunion. You know, and and now you you want to call and talk to talk to my son, and he was like, I I don't want to talk to you. Well, right. you, I'm not gonna make him get on the phone. Right, you did that. Exactly. You did that. You destroyed their relationship mm-hmm. because you 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 offended him by talking to me the way you did. And he he's he's good. And no, I'm I'm not. Now he'll respect you, but he ain't go. You know, I ain't gonna force him to to kick it with you. Mm-hmm. But the sad part about it is, as 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 when when children pick up on things. You know, and 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 those vibes they they may not really understand because you may have, you know, the, the, the two year old in your hand or the one year old in your hand, and you try to lean him over to give him to Auntie So and So, and he'd be like, Nah, I'm good on that. Right, I don't want to go to her. I don't want to go to her. That may cut up at the stone, cold, mm-hmm. because he ain't he ain't trying to do it. I'm not gonna force him. I'm not because he picked up on your vibe because everybody else he rock with he'll go you know mm-hmm. he may not stay long but he but he'll go but I'm not mm-hmm. gonna force him to go to you Ooh, well your baby don't like me yeah I wonder why you know what I'm saying talk about everybody and their mama right. Yeah, you're exactly right. But I think that we we just got to remember that as parents are as long as soon as we, you know, got that label, accepted that role, we got to also accept that we're never done. We're never done, and yeah, we see our kids walk down the down the, you know, get his across the stage, like, ooh, that's my boy. Okay, now we just get ready to go to another phase. Yeah, it's because now we got to pack him up, take him to college. Exactly, the book ain't over right there. You got to pick him up and take him to school, and and then you know while he's in school, you got to teach him, you know. How to how to balance life because now he's out of your household, so you're not in in the next room where you can walk over and and say, all right, it's time to get up. He's gonna have to get up on his own. Mhm. You know, he, you're not there to say, okay, you know, you got to get your homework. 
he's going to have to learn how to go to the library or, you know, go to a place to, to study and get his work completed on his own. You know, you're not, you're not going to be there to go down and say, okay, well, let's go over this problem real quick or whatever. Um, he's going to have to know how to pick up the call, pick up the phone and call and say, okay, I got this, that, and the third. You know, you got a quick minute to help me run through it. I'm, I'm having trouble and, and uh, you know, need to get this done. And and the thing about it is, is you want to build a relationship with your child so that they are comfortable doing that. The last thing that you want to do is to have your child be so uncomfortable in speaking or having conversations with you, they can't they can't even call you when they need help. So, uh, this this segment isn't gonna go go right. I feel it, but um. When when my son, I teach my son how to 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 be upright, you know, uh, vertical. You 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 walk head up. There's a problem. You address it straight on with pussyfoot. But I'm seeing nowadays that there's a lot of uh, I I call bitch it, meaning you, you know you're you're of age, but you're not you don't handle your business like so, meaning you know you're still hiding and 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 running from situations. You know what I mean? So as as a parent who who we admit we're never done how do we fix that because I can easily say you know now I'll give him money you go handle it first of all you gotta you gotta know when when they get to an age okay when they get to a certain age they got to want to be fixed. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? So you can't fix me if I don't think there's anything wrong with me. Mm-hmm. So they they have to know that there is a lack, and they have to want right. it to improve. Okay? Right. So first, you know, they have to know that. The second thing is is, you know, if they're – um, they got to be strong enough to, you know, if they live with the other parent, to speak up and stand in for themselves. Um, because you are only going to be allowed to do what that other parent allows you to do. You have to work within those certain boundaries. Um, and if the child doesn't speak up and say anything, then regardless of what you do, you're not going to be able to reach that child. Does that make sense? Perfectly good sense, actually. Okay. So then 
you got, you know, you, you sit back, you sit on the sideline, and you say, you know what, all right, I ain't going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. I'm going to go ahead and let y'all do what y'all do, and we're going we gonna to go ahead and, and, and handle it like this. Because what you cannot do is waste time and effort on something or someone who doesn't want it. You got to put your time and effort into something that you can affect change. Now, you know, years from now, he's he's a grown man. He's out of he's out of the uh, um, from under. He's out from under the influence of you know the mama. Um, and he reaches out and calls and said, "Look." You know, this, that, and the third. I need, I need advice. Then your obvious response is going to be, okay, what, what's going on? And you start from that point. But in order for you to, you, some of those doors aren't doors you can just kick down. Those are doors that they're going to have to open and let you in. Hmm. Okay. See, my, my thing. I'm 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 a little I'm a little different, you know. Uh, you you can't when I want to be there and you deny me and I fall back. You can't come and try to pull me in when you want me in. You know what I mean? Like when I'm on a, when I'm ready to play, right. I'm ready to go stand in the box because waiting on the next one for the sub in. And I get in, or or you be like, nah, 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 we gonna keep you out. So now I'm sitting back down. Don't call me when you ready, or when you want me to, or when you need me to. It don't quite work like that. Right. Now you can call me petty, call me childish. Maybe I'm not mature enough to 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 handle it that way. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm exactly how I'm handle. When I'm done, I'm done. Regardless of of the relationship, regardless of the situation. When I'm done, I'm done. I mean, I can't fault you for that. Um, honestly, I can't. I can't fault you for that, especially when you, when you, you know, if you've had a situation going on long enough where it's honestly drained the life out of you, and it's and it's taken away from, you know, the man that you are, because the picture is being painted. Um, of you being, you know, somebody else or whatever the situation may be, I can't say that I blame you for that. What I can say is I come from, you know, divorced parents where, and it's crazy because I had the opportunity to be in the household with my parents when they were married. And, um, And I had, obviously, once they got divorced, my memory, um, I have memories of both because I was old enough to to to, mem- to understand a little bit of what was going on, and um, so I say that to say, I was around my dad enough when my parents were married to to get an understanding of what type of man he was. And then when they got divorced, okay, I was I I was 
primarily under the influence of my mom. And, of course, her hurt um, became my hurt, you know, my issues. And so the the only thing that saved me was I had my grandma who was, you know, basically – you know, my back, my backbone are basically there and saying, look, you know, call your dad, your birthday, write him a letter. You know, he's out of the country, just that and the third, right, and, you know, and um, encouraged and fueled that relationship. And um, I'm grateful that I was smart enough to listen because now, you know, I understand as a woman that, the hurt that you know my mom went through was just hurt, and she was while she was projecting that on us. Um, even though she was projecting that on us, we had another influence that knew better and knew that even at the age of you know thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, when when we were you know we had been raised to know better. You know what I'm saying? We had been raised to know and understand that. Look, regardless of what she said, that's your dad, you know. And the crazy thing about it is as as sour and as things ever got between, you know, him and her, he was always like, that's your mama. You know what I'm saying? So we always had someone smart enough to teach us better. And, again, we were smart enough to listen. I was smart enough to listen. Um, So I said it to say that, you know, for you in a situation that, that you would have and when you're done, you're done. Okay, I understand that, especially when you, you know, the situation, you don't have any, any positive traction from anybody. You see what I'm saying? Moving or fueling the relationship in the right direction or in a productive direction. Does it? You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that you, you know, in order for you – um, to keep pursuing, you you have to have somebody responding. And when you don't, then you know it's like <laughs> you know it's it's almost like you you driving down the road knowing you're running out of gas, but you yet your foot still on the gas pedal. Well, mm. if it ain't no gas in the car, why are you still why are you still trying to press the gas pedal? You're not gonna go anywhere. Right. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, come on now, stop. That's yeah. No, no, I appreciate that. You know, um when when it's like you you said something that that's very important. Uh, how you know your mom was was giving that hate was projecting that 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 hurt onto y'all, and then because you know you 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 her her child, you start emulating what you're seeing and hearing. It ain't even your issue, your situation, mm-hmm. but you're mm-hmm. you're starting to, and it could be one of those situations like. You know, I'm going to project my hurt onto you. And now, 
essentially you hear it so much, you're brainwashed into thinking that this is what it is when your problem when it's not right. Mm-hmm. And hell, sometimes it may not even be like that. Let alone your problem, right. it may not even be like that for real. That's not even the reality of the situation. You're getting a one-sided story. Um, but see, because it, it's so it, strong, you know, now you don't even want to hear the other part of the story. True. And and again, you know, like we, the, the, the Bible says, what age do, do children become accountable? Twelve. Twelve. Well, thirteen. After the after the age of twelve. Twelve yeah. thirteen. Right. So what? So what happens is for these first twelve years, you know, you, um, someone else, your parents have to answer for your sins or you know what have you. Mhm. But at this at this age, you should know enough to know right and wrong. You should know enough words to understand that you're responsible for how you act. You're responsible for your actions. You're responsible for your forming your your relationship and, and walking your faith walk. You know you're responsible. You still have to get guidance, of course, but but you're responsible, so you gotta own it. So at that age, no longer can you point the finger and say, "But mom said, dad said." Or, you know, uh, dad said you didn't do this for me. Or mom said, you know, you didn't do this for me and you didn't do that in the third. You know, at some point, you got to sit back and you got to get the truth for yourself. Um, mm. And if and if you if you don't seek truth, it's because you don't care to know truth and you, you want to sit and continue to live like you are. The Bible says what? Truth tells that you're free. So if you're seeking the truth, you're going to get it. But not only that, whatever bondage that you're wrapped up in, simply because, you know, whether it be, you know, a parent saying that they're done or a sibling saying that they're done or, you know, or whether, you know, you have a situation where you're being kept away from a parent because of, you know, the the issues between adults. if you don't seek the truth and get that knowledge for yourself, you're going to forever be misled and be um, in bondage because of that. Because of your la- because of your lack of uh, motivation for truth. Yeah. And and I think that truthfully. In situations like that, you're afraid of the truth because what happens when you get truth? The truth reveals and it shows people, shows you who people really are. And the reality of it is, is you don't want to believe that that one parent has damaged you because of their own issues. Right. You right. look at you look at your parents as children. We look at our parents and we see perfection. The problem is when we find out our parents are alcoholics, when we find out our parents are drug users, when we find out our parents are liars, cheaters, thieves. Um, when we find that out about our parents, it changes us. It changes mm-hmm. our relationship with our parents because now we're at an age where we understand what a liar is. We're at an age where we understand what cheating means and what cheating does to our family. We understand what 
um, you know, alcoholism does, and we understand what drugs does. So when you seek the truth, your parents no longer become perfect to you. If you are afraid of that, then you're not going to seek the truth. If you always want to look, you know, it's it's like one of those things where if I if I only want to look at my mama and see um, her as a wife, then you know I'm never going to meet any of her boyfriends because I want my last memory of her to be, you know, uh, when she was a wife to my dad. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I live in denial. Um, because I don't, I don't, I don't want to see her date. I don't want to see her, you know, meet friends and, you know, go out and different things like that. So I think that um, fear keeps us from learning the truth, which is going to keep us in bondage and, and in some aspects keep us from growing and developing. Um, I guess the good thing about it is at some point. It will be shown. The Bible says that. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's it's inevitable. Um, and I, I mean, I guess the unfortunate part is is you, you don't want to learn the truth too late. Well, uh, when when is when is too late? I mean. It, at some point, you know, you've seen it, but because this is all you know, you know, you're learning, you're thinking that this is this is right. You don't know that it's not it's because you you've been brainwashed. You've been brainwashed. Mhm. Okay. Yeah, okay, I mean, because it's just the reality of it. You know, if you're with me all the time and you're the one that you're my source, you're my source of information, you're my source for food, you're my source for money, you're you're my source for well-being, okay? If you're my primary source, who do you think I'm gonna listen to? Do you think I'm gonna listen to you more, or do you think I'm gonna I'm gonna call my brother or sister? Do you think you're gonna have a greater influence on me than someone else that's not my primary source? Yeah, you are. So it goes back to truth versus comfort. Mm, now we were talking about comfort as far as sacrifice. Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. When when you're comfortable, you're gonna do what you're comfortable doing or used to doing, versus what may be right or or truthful. You know what I mean? You're doing this because this is what you're used to doing. I understand that. I understand that now. So so yeah. So here's the thing. I think that truth. Makes you step out of the box. Makes you step mm-hmm. out of that comfort zone, and it and it mm-hmm. reveals, um, it reveals to you, one, who people really are. Two, uh, I mean, in some cases, it re- truth reveals what life is all about. Um, in some cases, um, 
But, you know, just I, what I've seen is, is that, you know, it's um, – no, nah, I don't want to – you know, it, it's like on the inside, I want to do more. I aspire to be more. Um, but when I look at what it takes to do that, that requires me to be uncomfortable. That requires me to be, excuse me, social. That requires me to, um, sacrifice. That requires me to, you know, yeah, to sacrifice in, in some aspects. Because, I mean, essentially, you are sacrificing your comfort zone. You know what I mean? Like, I got to step well, outside and, my and norm. In some cases, you're sacrificing a little, a little part of who you are, a little part of who you've always been. So, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, that, it's that box that you've been living in. And um, the one thing that, you know, that a pastor said is, is you know, you can't put God in a box. You know, you you pray and you want God to bless you, but but then you give him these parameters, and you know, and you you can't make God bless you within a box. When God want to send a blessing to you, it's gonna be beyond all belief. Um, and it's you know, you you gotta be willing to step outside of your comfort zone and do things that that you've never done. Um, that's that's where the greatest reward comes from the greatest sacrifice. Yeah, I agree. You know, and and quite honestly, it's like one of those things where even if you, you know, you take a look at our marriage, and I'm just gonna be real, you know, do you, do you think that if if you know you were living in, in the city with your family and I was, or we were living in the city with our family, do you think we would lean on each other as much as we do? Do you, you know? Do you do you think that we would be as strong as as one unit as we are? No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't, because there'd be situations where, you know, you you get off work and you know, I cook dinner and your mom cooked dinner, but you ain't made contact with me yet because as soon as you walked out the door, your mom called you and told you to come get this food, and you know. By the time you call me, it's like, all right, I'm at mom's picking up this food. And I'm like, what? You know, wait, I, I cook. Oh, well, babe, I'm sorry. You know, she told me to come get this food. And it's like, okay. You know, or vice versa, you know. And it's like one of those things where, you know, when my mom says she cooks, so I'm going to go and pick up some food. Well, babe, I was going to take you out for dinner tonight. Oh, my daddy got see my, what I'm my saying? Daddy got, my daddy got my truck washed. What? You know, it's you know, it's that kind of stuff. You know, so it's it's one of those things that we're what God had to get us out of our comfort zone in order for us to meet, and then He put us in a, in a place where we knew nobody, and and family still don't live here. Family still ain't around, and 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 that's all by His design because for our relationship. Wherever it is he wants to take us We need to be able to be 100% in each other And not, you know, 90% in each other And 10%, you know, in the family You know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. So it's it's those kind of things, those kind of truths that um, that we actually have to live in, or that we actually have to accept in order to excel. I agree. That's um. You know, because the problem comes is where you know where you and I have, you know, you and I have the understanding of what our family dynamic is and what and where we are as a unit and where you know we are as parents. You and I have that understanding, and truthfully, that's all that's required is that you and I have that understanding. You know, well, family members may not may not look at our understanding as such. You see what I'm saying? They they may. You know, they may look and say, okay, well, this is this, this is that, this is this. Um, And, you know, the one thing that we have not done, nor do we ever have to do, is waste time explaining to anyone how we operate within our household. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? So you think about if, if we weren't on our little, in our little seclusion here, um, you know, we, w- we would have those issues. You see what I'm saying? Because, you know, it would be taken out of, or, or something would be said and it would be taken out of context. You see what I mean? Um, or it will be because of different instances where, you know, you've gone to get to pick up dinner from your mom when I've cooked. You know, uh, I'm I'm – Inadvertently building up a little, you know, like hate, like man, are you, you know, like that's my right. And so now it's um, I'm looking for, I'm looking for reasons to to get mad at you, or to get or to get mad at you know my mother-in-law when she may not mean no harm. She may be used to just she's just doing what she used to doing, taking care of you, not realizing that. That boundaries and line boundaries are being stepped on and lines are being crossed. You see what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that would be, you know, if if God hadn't removed us from our comfort zone, you know. So I think that you know, in in certain situations, especially for us, we we do better um, as our own island or as our own unit. You know what I mean? I do. I do. You know, it's oftentimes, you know, one of those things, I think the communication isn't there. Sometimes you got to say, you know, to to mom, hey, you know, this this is how it is now. I'm going to go home, you know, the wife cooked or or, or what have you, you know. I know this is what, you know, your intentions are good, are good. But it's it's not quite, it, it ain't the way it used to be no more. You know what I mean? Right. It's, that's not your role. <laughs> you know, it's it's, 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 it's her role now. It's, it's her job now. You know, we might come over here on Sunday as a family thing, or we may stop by. But even still, you know, don't don't intentionally try to intercept me 
after work to come by before I go home. Right. You, you know what I mean? Now you call And, and the know, unfortunate I, I, part is sometimes it's unintentional. You know, it's it's all in good you know, kind of good heartedness. It's like, come on and stop by and pick about pick up this food. I done cooked all this food and I ain't gonna eat it. You know what I'm saying? So it may yeah, be coming it from may a be good unintentional. Place. But then sometimes it just might be intentional. Then intentional. once you get the food, yeah. you know. You know, you know she ain't over. You she ain't cooking. I had to get him some food the other day. Or you know, I like. Oh, I like. You know, you like that fried chicken that Mama used to cook. Then you realize that. Oh, I ain't gonna say I don't like it to hurt to, to keep them hurting your feelings, but I kind of prefer the way my wife makes it. Mhm. You know what I mean? Mhm. Because now you ungrateful. You now you everything. Under the sun, and now the animosity has shifted towards you. Exactly, exactly. And but and but see, the thing is, the 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 point is, there should be no animosity. Why? Because your role, like my role as a mother, is not the same as my role as, as a wife. So, sure being your, I I can never, I can never. Uh, do the same thing for my son as I do for you, especially when we have raised him to become a man and he now has a wife. Now, what I can do is I can talk to his wife and, and, you know, we could switch recipes and say, oh, yeah, well, he likes the way you make this, that, and the third. Can you show me? I absolutely can. You know what I'm saying? Right, or right, right. I can absolutely reach out to her and say, okay, we're going to have Sunday dinners at our house. You know, um, here's what, you know, you can contribute. You know what I'm saying? To, to right, make her, right. like, if, if you make dessert, if your husband, if, you know, if, if my son, which is your husband, likes dessert, and I, you know you can make dessert, or if if your husband, you know, if my son likes your sweet tea, then you bring the sweet tea, you know, because like I'm not going to compete with you. I don't have to compete with you. I'm I'm just mom. <laughs> right. I ain't right. gotta I ain't gotta lay down with him at night. You do. So you know, from my perspective. I can piss him off and not make his tea with his dinner, but but if that's what you do, then I suggest you go ahead and bring it. You know, right. so <laughs> you know you what I'm saying, right? Exactly, you know, so because because you got to lay down with it. So if he gets to the dinner table and say, you know, you know, I drink tea with my dinner, then he ain't gonna look my way. He he better look at you. But I've also opened that invitation to extend it to you and say, look, you're welcome to bring. Whatever it is for your husband you want to bring. You know, if if he's already told you that he don't like my mashed potatoes, he likes the way you make them, you make him a batch of mashed potatoes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm a cook to my husband's liking, not for yours. But y'all are invited right. to come and break bread with us. Right. Right. You know, now, and- I mean, when you have like a special occasion dinner or something and and you know they say, well, mom, I, w- I want you to make a, a lemon cake. Lemon cake you make for my birthday. It's like, okay, 
you know, I make the lemon cake, but guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go ahead and call your wife and let her know that you've already, you know, like I used to make this lemon cake. He was younger. It's, it's his favorite recipe. You know, he, he likes the way I make it. You know, I just want to let you know, oh, well, yeah, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Just so that you know that I'm not, like, I'm not going behind your back trying to satisfy. I ain't trying to break it back home. Right. You know, I'm going to make the cake and y'all can take this home together, you know, because he ain't, just because I made the cake don't mean he's sleeping in his old room or sleeping on my couch. He still need to go home when you leave. Take him right. with you. And cake. cake. Right. You know, but, um, you know, it's just different things like that. We have to put forth more of an effort to be like an all-inclusive. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, when it when it when it all comes down to it, you know, like I'm I'm your wife. You know, the the relationship between, you know, your mother and I should be you know, should be cool, but it but it's not it's not a mandate. Because at the end of the night I have to answer to you as your wife and vice versa. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, you know, like nothing like nothing coming is coming between that. Right. And and that's the part that that we tend to forget that Well before I before I even say that, I'm gonna say this. I love the fact that you, you know, we're going to include, you're going to include the other misses. You know what I mean? The other misses being, you know, the daughter-in-law. You know, mm-hmm. so it's, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my role separate as, you know, his, his mom mama. and you his wife. Right. And you his wife. Remember, you cater to your husband. She catered to her husband. You know what I mean? But that still go back to our, our original, you know, I'm I'm not done because you've inherited now a daughter. Another child. So <laughs> right. So yeah. so you will be there for, for the advice, may not like it, you know, may be there to say, you know, uh I know uh y'all may be falling a little short on on some you know, whatever. You see what I mean? Like, like that. That's the part that that when we talk about, am I done yet? No. As a parent, you're never done because you're not, that no. role that you put a, another hat on there because now you have become a teacher to this inherited daughter. Mm-hmm. Let's let's invite Pastor to the line. Welcome. Hello, sir. Uh, nice of you to join us. How are you? <laughs> a little busy, but I just wanted to call in and at least listen. I don't know the, uh, the, the, what you guys are conversing about tonight, but I wanted to at least call and get a little bit of the end of the show. Oh, well, well feel free. <laughs> feel free. We're, we're just talking about, you know, am I done yet? And that's in, in essentially, 
as as a child of God, as a parent, as husband, wife, as siblings, you know, are 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 you are you done? Like, will you ever be done? Essentially. So we were just saying how oh, we're to the point now. We're we're actually talking about next generation as far as now my son is an adult with his wife. You know, we're my wife was saying how she will continue to be mother but not trying to please like wife as far as cooking to his liking and all this. You know, uh, we invite you over for a meal, you know, bring what your husband likes type deal. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. Um, so, th- so that was, I was just really commenting on her on the fact that you know, uh, she's not overstepping. Overstepping, you know. Uh, oh, girl, don't bring them greens. He like my greens. No, no, no. No. Bring them greens if you like your greens because my husband like my greens. <laughs> you did. You did. And, and I do. That's what it is. But now, nowadays, you know, you found some some mothers who still want to mother another woman's husband, mm. and that can be and that, um. can, that can bring problems. Yeah. I mean, mm. yeah. And it, and it's you know it, we we had said before like just using our personal situation because we we were talking um oh, we've been a little bit all over the place with this topic but I think that when we were talking about when is enough enough you know as as a mother are you done as a wife are you done and and different different aspects like that and um, we had mentioned as far as you know, husband and wife is, is no, you know, like if, if we're done as husband and wife, then in in any facet, then, then we had issues because we're supposed to be a unit. And so we um, talked a little bit when we talk about parental interference is like, you know, if we live where in a city where either one of our parents live, then we wouldn't be the same unit because we would have interference from either one or both sides, whether it be, you know, he get off and his mom, you know, calls and says, hey, stop by and pick up this food because I've been cooking all day and I ain't got nowhere to put it, you know, come out and get this food. And he hasn't made contact with me, you know. He talks to me when he's on his way home with the food. And I'm, you know, saying, where you at? You know, I got dinner sitting here. And he's like, oh, I've stopped by mom's and got this food. You know, okay, in my mind, there's there's already interference. You know, like, you get off work, the first place you need to be coming is home. I, I get you, you know, you, you want to see your mom, you want to pick up food and stuff. But, you know, like, I can feed you. I'm supposed to feed you now. You know, but, and, and it may be coming from a place of good intention. You know, it's, it's the fact of, you know, she may have had company that day and, and cooked too much food. So she's trying to give it away instead of throwing it away. That's good intention. But that little bit of interference is going to cause a little ripple between he and I because he didn't run it by, you know, run it within his unit first. And, 
And so that's how we kind of got on the topic of, you know, I'm like, I'm not doing that. You know, I invite y'all over for dinner on Sunday. Y'all can come eat every Sunday, but I'm not making sweet tea every Sunday. You, He wants sweet tea. You bring the sweet tea and I can do everything else, you know. So it's just one of those things where, like, you know, I'm I'm a put forth as a parent. I put forth the effort to include my acquired daughter because my job isn't over as a mother. You know, it, it's changed because now, you know, I got to include my son's wife. Um, so it's changed a little bit, but it's it's not it's not over. Oh, not by the done. way, Pastor, I don't drink sweet tea, so that's why she ain't making sweet tea. Oh, is that what? Is well, that and what, I tell on the low. I drink it, so bring enough for me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, to be honest with you, uh, everything you guys are saying is, uh, you know, is, is biblically correct because the Bible says that for this cause shall a man leave his um, mother and father and cleave to his wife. And so once that, you know, union takes place, then, you know, but that that cord needs to be cut. You know, it. You know, of course you're still mother, you, you know, and you don't have to choose between mother and wife or whatever, but mother needs to know uh, her place and wife and husband need to know their place. And so uh, that's, that's real critical what you guys are talking about because some, like you were just saying, you know, will – when his mama calls, they drop everything and just go. And that's not the way uh, God ordained for things to be. So, yeah, you'll always be mommy. Um, my son lives out, um, you know, by himself. I got two that's out, one's in college, but two that's out. And today I was by his place. I went to see him, and he's um, uh, two and a half hours away from me. And one of the first things he spoke, and we talked a little bit, one of the main things out of his mouth was, Mama didn't cook. Mama didn't, he kept saying, Mama didn't cook. Mama didn't cook. You know, he, he still, even though he's out, he's trying his best to pay his bills and stuff. He still leans and depends on Mama. You know, he still wants her to do, you know, for him. And uh, don't get me wrong, she'll send him things and all of that. But now, if he had a wife, he has no reason to, to do that. He has no reason to do that whatsoever. So, you know, I, I hear you saying, you know, do you ever stop being um, mom and daddy? No, you, you don't. Um, part of the reason I'm on the call late tonight is uh, you never stop being whatever it is God called you or ordained for you to be. You don't stop being that either. So, um, you know, just because we have a, um, a show at 9 o'clock on a Tuesday, uh, you know, if duty calls at 8.45, then I've got to fulfill, you know, my, my calling, my responsibility because duty calls. You know, I can't stop yeah, right. being pastor and be yeah, part right. of, you know, radio show. And I had to make sure that I get my priorities straight and stop being angry that I'm not on here listening to your husband talk about he don't drink sweet tea. So, you know, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather be on here with him. Because that that benefits me, but here it is, you know, I've got to, you know, I can't stop being pastor. I've got to, you know, continue to wear that no matter that mantle, no matter what, and I'll have it, 
you know, really to the day I, I leave this earth. Oh, absolutely. So just to, to our next point, or one of our previous points, you know, as as a child of God, you know, that's the way it will be. You know, somebody call you, need a, need some advice, need an ear, they'll need a shoulder. You know, we will always be that because that's what we're supposed to do for for each other. Yeah, yeah. Exactly right. You 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 directly on it. We are the Bible the the Bible describes us as um being one body in Christ. And so, you know, I have to be my brother's keeper. You know, if if there's somebody that needs um any type of uh assistance or, you know, it may be a hand up, it may be a word of encouragement, it may be just um you know, just a simple some time or whatever, then, you know, I can't just, I shouldn't just walk by that person, uh, you know, to go and do something that I would rather be doing. You know, you don't stop being uh, a child of God. I mean, I look at it like this. I'm a black man, and I never stop being black. And no one should ever question whether I'm black or not. So nobody should ever question whether I'm a pastor. Nobody should ever question whether I'm a husband, you know. I can't stop being a husband when I walk away from my wife. I slip that ring in my pocket, you know, and see all these pretty women over here. I've st- I still got to be husband. I got to carry myself as that. And so as a child of God, you're exactly right. You know, um, we're always on duty 24-7. You're always in the spotlight. The camera's always on you. You know, you're the light in a dark place. And so you have to be on point and ready, you know, at all times, regardless to how you feel or, you know, you may not feel ready, but you just got to be ready. So, yeah, we're one body in Christ, and you don't you don't ever stop being that. You know, there's a lot of people that say, I want to lay my religion down and give them a piece of my mind. Well, if you can lay it down, that means you got it and it don't have you. You know, you shouldn't be able to lay it down. You should feel awkward when you're not doing what you're supposed to do. You know, that's 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 just you know, my that's the way that I feel about that thing. So now that, that you'll never stop being you know, that's our issue, man. We stop being a child of God. We stop um, you know, um and say, Well, you know what, I don't wanna be a child of God today. I, I wanna get into some devilment. I wanna go raise some hell. So I'm just stop being a child of God long enough for this weekend for me to go and, you know, do what I do. <laughs> And then I'll come back and pick this back up. No, it don't work like that, man. It don't work like that at all. Miss Quick. Yeah, I agree. I'll just make sure you hear that. (laughs) Yeah, I hear it. I ain't going to lie, Pastor. Now, sometimes sometimes they make you, boy, look here, let me... I'm about to re reevaluate my salvation because I'm I'm telling you it's, it's but but <laughs> but it's 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 you know you still you still gotta just remember who you, who you represent you know what I mean and and as we were saying earlier you know even through the next generation and and generations beyond your legacy your teachings your actions and all that is gonna keep you alive. 
for that reason. Mm. Because now mm-hmm. Sunday, every Saturday, every Sunday, you know, we have my, my wife talked to the to my acquired daughter, and now we it became a tradition, if you will, and so she's going to do the same to to hers, and that's just how it's going to continue to play. That it started with us, with that versus you know trying to still be mama to somebody else's son. I, I mean, husband. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's very, that's very, I mean, I, in my mind, that's very important. Because like you said, like, now I got to cut these strings over here. This is the unit. This is the primary. Wife call, mama call. You running the wife or you running the mama? Mm. Well, I'm going to run the wife and we both can run the mama. Exactly. There you go. And I mean, I think that honestly, you know, husband, you even said yourself that, you know, early on with us, you know, that light didn't come on for you until I simply asked you the question, well, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. You know, you, you, you bought the, you know, I mean, and don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't go with, you know, you going in, in my mind, you're you're my husband, you're covering this household, but you about to leave one household exposed or your household exposed for your mama. To run someone else's age. Right. I don't think that's the way it's supposed to go. Now if it was <laughs> babe or wife, you know, here's the situation, you know, we need to go, okay, then then we go. But when you say, No, I'm going and, you know, I think when I was like, well, nah, you ain't going, you know, by yourself. We're going like, no, no, you're not. I'm like, well, wait a minute now. You know, and then that's when, like, that's when that bulb came on for you. So it's not like, you know, when we have situations like that, it's not, we ain't going to argue about it. You know, it's just, you know, you just got to hear me well enough to rethink and say, oh, you're right. Because while you're on the road going going to do one thing, something else can be happening in your household. And then what's supposed to, you you see what I'm saying? So oh, it's like you kind of got to be careful with, with, you know, what you choose to do. Oh, of course, you know, but, you know, in, in, in certain situations, um, truthfully, you know, Pastor Cat can't, can't, can't hit my mama. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to get this bag. I'll be back. What, 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 what you mean? Now, you know, same. So like you said, you know, what we supposed to do? I, I'll be back. Well, we going. No, y'all not. I'll be back. So, if it was something like if I my intentions were good, it'd be like, come on, let's go. I ain't gonna lie. You talking about raising hell? <laughs> oh, I was going to raise hell. Uh, period. I, I, salvation was was in jeopardy at that moment. Not gonna lie to you. Not gonna lie to you. But um, I'm looking at it as 
son going to save mama versus husband going to save mama. You see what I mean? Same person, different responsibilities. Right, because now you got something to lose. Right. Absolutely. You now, know, and I'm sure that if you know, I'm sure that if if there was something, you know, going on with me and, you know, God forbid for whatever reason you're not here and our son, you would want our boy to step in for me as long as they're not jeopardizing their household first. You see what I'm saying? Obviously, if you, if, you know, you here, then it's like, you know, nah, I, I got it. You know? So that goes back to what I, what I, what I mentioned earlier. Sometimes, sometimes me call, you know, getting that phone call to come pick up that food may be intentional. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, I know she ain't cooking. She ain't, she ain't, she ain't take care of you like I did. Or she ain't cooking this for you like I did. You know what I mean? You you look a little frail. You look a little like the ass. So, uh, you come on by here and get this food because apparently mm-hmm. she ain't feeding y'all enough over there. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Now you know sometimes, sometimes it seems like that could be the situation. Well, well, mama, mama need to find her place. <laughs> mama need to find her place, man. You know, mama can't. Mama's no longer responsible. She has the right. The Bible says to honor your mother and father, so she has the right to say, you know what now. You know, I raised you better than this. You should take better care of yourself. And you know, I don't like the way that you, you know, my, my my mom's constantly telling me, look, you need to lose weight. I don't know what you're trying to do, but you know better than this or whatever, whatever. And she's speaking of that. She's not blaming my wife, but what she says to me privately, she'll say to my wife, you know, uh, publicly. And, uh, and I appreciate that. And uh, so there needs to be, a line of communication where it's understood that I'm not going to, um, you know, interfere. I'm not going to cross the line or whatever because a lot of mothers are looking for a reason to just say, come on. And, um, you know, if you're, in, if you're in a marriage and divorce is optional, then I guarantee you probably still got that close bond with your mama or whatever, whatever. But when you told they the got that out, man, you want to do it the right way. <laughs> you know, so it, it, it's it's funny. It's a funny, funny thing. Uh, I can have my mother. My mother loves to cook and cooking, you know, her entire life, I'm sure. Uh, and occasionally my wife would say, my mother would say, well, listen, she'll call and she'll say, can I speak to Cheryl? Or she has her cell phone number. And uh, she'll say, listen, um, I know y'all been running or whatever. And, uh you know, after service or whatever, whatever, I I, I prepare dinner for y'all. I, you don't have to come here and eat it. You can come get it. That way y'all don't have to cook, you know. And she'll say, now, it's not much, but it's here if you want it. And so she talks to her about it. She won't, in other words, my mother will call my wife instead of calling me and excluding my wife. And you can't, 
you know, do that. And a lot of mothers that will exclude the spouse out of this thing, a lot of times it's because they don't have a spouse in their life. So they don't know the proper order be, things. There you go. So I can't be a, a husband to my mother. That's that's not my role. I'm not doing that. So, you know, you, you gotta you gotta come correct. I'm not gonna uh even worry about choosing between us. It's not an option. This is my this is my responsibility now as my wife, my children. Now I'm not gonna neglect my mother. If she has a need, I promise you, um, I'll see about her, but at the same time I'm gonna include my wife. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna Go down that road, man. So that's a way to do things, and I'm sure a lot of people are very, very uh, uncomfortable with it. But it's in the order of God. It's flat out in the order of God, you know. And you got to do things simply the right way. It's just all there is to it. Well, like I said, you know, oftentimes, you know, you have mothers who try to be, you know, mothers to someone else's husband, or you know, wife, and it's or 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 daddies to someone else's wife, and that's where you know it it could cause strain in that household. Because as a man, my father-in-law, nah, you're not washing my wife's truck. Nah, that ain't that ain't what you gonna do. Now nah, you know, you may come by and say, hey, I was in the area, you know, I was just cutting the grass up the street, you know. Talk to me as a man in the house. Say, hey, I'm uh, I'm gonna go ahead and trim these. You know what I mean? And I say, I give you right. okay. Or I say, no, nah, I'm gonna take care of it and 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 we keep it moving. Or you say, you know, I say, hey, you go ahead and take care of it. I'm gonna give, I'll give you a little some gas money. You be like, nah, nah. Some I got to I got to do something as, as man to man versus right. it just being, yeah. you know, you coming to, to 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 do maintenance at my house. Nah, that ain't gonna happen. Yep. You better not change the light bulb <laughs> here unless I say so. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. No, nah, because I mean that's that's fair, isn't it? Well, I mean it's not only fair, but it's uh, the right way to do Order. things. He may not like the way, he may not he may not like the way you keep your yards, but you know that's your yard. <laughs> you know it's not his, and so you know just because. <laughs> You don't keep it the way he keeps his, and that's you know he's entitled to his opinion. But if you like, if you like your grass at six inches and he like his at three, then you know you need to stay at his house. But don't go cut my stuff down to make it look like your yard. She don't live there anymore, partner. She don't live there anymore. You know, and you, you need to understand, you need to respect that because at at the wedding they're gonna ask you who gives this woman to be married to this man, and when you say I do. And that means get your butt out of the way. And now I expect you to treat her as well, if not better, than I've already treated her. And and that's the way it's supposed to be. So see, at the wedding, in reality, um, the husband and wife aren't the only ones to take vows. That 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 uh, mother and father also take vows because Ooh. when they give that woman away, you know, that means you got to take your rightful place now. That means you got to take your rightful place now. And we usually think that the wedding is just about the two that's getting married, but it's about the the two that's you know um, you know yielding their daughter over to that to the hands of that man. 
And I don't even think, you know, my husband, he, he's just talking junk right now, but he already know what he was saying. <laughs> what did he say? I don't know what he was told, but I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know. What did he tell you, husband? Any, any good father going to say what he got to say? Oh, uh, no, he, he was like, he was like, hey, you got it, don't bring it back. Oh, oh you ain't got to worry about it. You ain't got to worry right. about it. Right, on God, that's what he said. You ain't yeah. got to worry about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I hear you. So he ain't cutting no grass. He ain't even going to comment on it. Well, if he like it that high, then, then you know, leave it like that. Let me give Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I want to hear this. No, I mean, because, you know, I'm, when I come to your house, Pops, you want me to take this trash out? You say no, nah, then cool. Nah. But if you down and out and, and, and the wife going over there to to clean up, I'm gonna be right there. I ain't cutting the grass or whatever. And it's gonna be at the level you like. And it's gonna be at the level I like. That, that's right. You ask him. Because it's your house. That's right. Now you're talking. Now you're doing it. That's, that he has rules, regulations, limitations, and guidelines, and you have to respect those when you're there. You know, that's it. It's just it's just the way, absolute the way that it is. And so, you know, I, I don't know, man. You send this this thing ever end? It it never order never ends. If, if you know, if I may say it that way, order. Order never ends, and and, and uh, we need to understand that, man. So, and when you start including in-laws and all that, it doesn't have to be a sticky situation. You've got to stay in order. We got to do, you know, uh, things the the right way, the honorable way, and you know, we don't have to do you know, everything that has a, that doesn't have to be done our way. You know, it may not be to my liking, but if it I'm there to help you, then you tell me how I can help you. So if you want your grass like that, you know what? I'll just adjust my blade and we'll do what we got to do. That's it. That's it. Let, let me give you an idea. Just um, one of the reasons I was, you know, late getting on the call tonight, just to show you how you have to stay. Um, you have to remain the same, man. You, you'd never off duty. Um, there was a, a pipe, a water pipe that broke in my wall, and it started to, it was coming directly from the water heater, and it was shooting water out, I mean, in the gallons <laughs> into the bedroom. And, uh, I mean, it was a mess. I mean, a real, real, sure enough mess. Uh, got hardwood floors, and it's getting all over them, and just it's just, just a mess. Well, uh, this happened... Uh, I guess Sunday. Now, uh, you know, and I told a few people about it. And at that moment, I could have gotten, you know, instead of getting it repaired Monday, hard to find a plumber on it. It was just actually repaired tonight. And here's the thing, you know, so many people have called and said, did you get it fixed? Uh, they stopped by. They were showing their concern. Well, the reason you, I, I can't stop being a child of God, but there's a reason for that because, you know, I had reason enough that all those that water in this room, 
I had reason to fuzz and cuss and raise all kind of hell. I really did. But people really were watching to see how I was going to handle that. And a couple of people said, you know what? Uh, boy, I'm going to tell you, you stayed off a cone. Had it been me, I would have done this, I would have done that. And there was one that said, you know what? I learned something. Because at the end of the day, when he talked to me about it, I said, well, you know, I want it fixed, but it's just a floor and some kind of way. Uh, you know, I still got a roof over my head. And I was still saying the right things. And I wanted to say something different, but uh, I didn't know that folk were watching that closely. So, no, you don't ever stop, you know, uh, being who you're supposed to be. You got to, I mean, man, you're going to do these all the time. And as a child of God, we got to remember that whenever trouble and trials and tribulations come, you know, can you remain the same? Can you really still, you know, keep your faith and say, I know it's going to be all right, you know? So that's just another side of that thing that um, has been slapping me in the face the last couple of days. But thanks be to God for the dry floor and my character, my integrity, my responsibility uh, as a pastor and as a child of God is still intact. It's still intact. Well, that integrity plays a huge part, man. And I'm glad. Yes, and, sir. And I'm glad that you you maintained it because they may be watching, just trying to see at what point are you gonna break? Who is he right now? now right now. Right now. And, and, now. and you, you never do. So that just now you put one more tally. On God's side, you know what I mean. Now you got it, man. You you trying to take my job? You're on point with this thing, man. Exactly, directly honest. And I and I haven't always done that. I just have it. I've I've screwed that up so many times, but this time I got it right. All it takes is one exactly time to get it right. Said. Look at you, man. <laughs> I'm I'm thankful that I got it right, but I'm tired. <laughs> I am tired. I'm tired. It bothers me to see all them nice towels on that floor. It's soaking up water, man. Come on. Miss Quick, what's your thoughts? I, I I don't have anything else to add, you know. I just know that we all we are all I mean, even even in this, you know, the challenge come. You know, I remember back, you know, to this, and this is where my, my wife's integrity kind of came into play. You know, my grandmother said, you know, I don't, you know, I don't eat beef and pork, and we don't cook it in here or pork. You know, and she's like, well, I might want a pork chop when I come up there. I'm gonna, fry, can I fry me a pork chop? She didn't ask me because she already know. Hell no. Nah. She asked my wife, without me being present on the phone, my wife said, listen, my, it's, it's my kitchen, because that's what I told her. I said, that's her kitchen. You know, she said, she said Ma, this is my kitchen, but this is house. So, you know, that, that's that's the rule. You, you know what I mean? And I was just like, like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Because the first opportunity that somebody sees that that moment of weakness, that's what they go play on forever. So if her if she would have compromised her integrity, we she already know that we're not on the same page, we're not a unit. And the same with your situation, 
if your compromise, your integrity had been to compromise, it'd be like, oh yeah, see, he ain't, he ain't godly like he's talking about. You know, he ain't, he ain't even believing that like he, like he preaching that. Cause just the other day, he was acting a fool. Right. Now look at him. You own it. You own it. You're directly well, on it, man. Everybody. Good job. Look at you, man. I feel. <laughs> I feel proud, man. I feel like I got a check mark and a smiley face. So, <laughs> right. Put a star at the top of your face. <laughs> Look at you, man. That's it. That's it. But uh, I'm not going to lie and tell you that. You know, I didn't I didn't want to say some Christian cuss words, whatever that is. But, you know, at the, at the end of the day, man, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know what? It, it, it really it wouldn't have changed anything. And uh, when I realized that, People that were checking on me wasn't checking on me to see if I was all, all right. They was checking to see if, you know, was I gonna maintain my integrity. They were they were looking for uh, something to hold over my head and to tell others, you know what, he won away Sunday, but he like everybody else. And so uh, I peeped the game way before it started. So, you know, I was able to to to, to hold on this time. You know there will be another one, I'm sure, but this time, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm somewhat victorious. So I thank God for that. Pass the test. Bring on another. Yeah. yeah. Just well, the test. Just the test. You know the quiz that, coming that's up. That's what that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a chapter test there. Man, I'm, listen, man, I'm I'm happy for you. I'm, I'm I'm happy for you. When you when you when you pass when you pass, I pass. All right, man. Well, listen, we we go we go we go and we go enjoy this. Uh, we go enjoy this a together. All right? Talk to me. <laughs> oh man. Because just like we was we were saying earlier, even about the siblings side, you know, as siblings, you know. Hell, when are you done? And right now, as long as my brother passing, I ain't done. As long as he, he's it. good, I'm good. You know, and That's just like it. my wife mentioned earlier too, when when one of us is offended, we both offended. If you offend my child, mm-hmm. you know, as a parent, we offended, and vice versa. So mm. I'm, I'm almost offended. They were sitting up there trying you like that. But I'm happy. <laughs> I'm celebrating with you because we passed the test. Yeah. You got a yep, saw, we got fair. a saw. Look at you, man. That's it. That's it. I would tell you that I'm going to think about you when I take a hot shower, but I ain't thinking about you in no shower. Please I don't. Promise you that, please right? don't. Oh, please don't. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't even want you to think about me when you're running the water. No, sir. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm going to make sure you ain't nowhere, nowhere near. That's exactly right. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't want you to think about me when you drinking water. You know what I mean? No, man. We, we good, sir. <laughs> Put some milk on my mind, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. Hey, we see. I know you. I know you. I know you were my dude. I'm glad we we even agreement on that, man. Oh yes, sir. Oh my yes, God. sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh man. 
Lord, Lord. Oh, that, that, that water pipe thing, oh, my goodness. Well, that is scary. Yeah, all I, all, all I know is there was just water coming out the wall, and I didn't know. I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a plumber, and I'm not mechanically inclined. So I don't. All I know is water's coming out the wall, and uh, so I, you know, my crazy self. The first thing I did was hit the breaker button. You know, in the in the breaker box, I was like, let me shut stuff off. I don't know what may happen. <laughs> I don't know what to do. You know, and I called Get the chargers. Get the chargers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I called the one. They told me, you know, what the I couldn't find the water heater and all kind of I had some issues, man. But uh, you know, it, it at the end of the day, like I said, it, it worked out. Um, I learned something uh, about myself. I learned something about the house, and I learned something about the people you are surrounded by and the people that you serve. Everybody that's um, that's with you is not with you. Some Uh-oh. people are there. You know, to see who you with, and uh, so I, you know, I learned some things, and I, and I really think that I never would have known without this, and so uh, I thank God so much for it, man. I really, you know, I really thank God for this one. It really helped me out. Everybody that's with you ain't for you. That's exactly right. That's exactly right, and that's um, just frustrating, man. It's it's, it's, it's really frustrating. It's a hurting thing, but it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. You know, uh, I find out that everybody's my color is not my kind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <You know>? for <laughs> sure. Yeah, man. <laughs> Everybody my mm. color ain't my brother. That's right. Yes, yes. Man, look at you I was talking to the, to the Miss earlier. We were talking about, you know, classes. I'm, I'm real big on that. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> listen. If you don't, you, you ain't in my class. If you don't think like me, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Might be in the class next room next to mine, but yeah. you ain't in my class. Yeah. If, you, if you don't, that's exactly think like right. Me. In my class, we all had to say, "quote unquote" education. If you dig, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Listen, yes, bro. Sir. I don't know. I don't know too much about too much of nothing, but I showed what it came over there with my duct tape and my belling wire. You know, hey, man. Know what you John, <laughs> we 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 got something done. <laughs> <laughs> right, something done. <laughs> we don't know <laughs> what we got something right. done. <laughs> you know. I want to leave till we got it done too. Here we go, man. Here we go. I, I, as long as you were with me, man, nothing else. We. You know, clean up water together, man, as long as you got me. Oh, for sure. For sure. Man. I'm I'm real mm-hmm. I'm real happy, man. I'm real happy. And it's funny that you say that 'cause uh twin he uh he said he had he smelled gas at the house. He's waiting on uh the gas people to come out. Yeah. Say, yeah, man, it's I'm sorry you're going through that over there, but we over here, and if you need, you come over here with us. That's it. That's it. That's how you gotta. That's how you gotta look at it. You know that that could that could endanger him. You know. Um, mm-hmm. So you gotta you gotta, you gotta make your spot available just in case. Just in case, and 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 
you know, you know how he is. He 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 just he's grateful for the for the for the sentiment, for the thought. You know what I mean? For that for that feeling. So, mm-hmm. but that's real because I I don't, I, I, can't, I can't do much over there. But if you got to go, you can always come here. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Oh my goodness, bro. I'm I'm I mean. I don't know, bro. I'm, I'm happy that you passed that test, man. Jeez. Hey, man. I, <laughs> listen, it's, it's um, very, very much unexpected. Um, you know, didn't know exactly, you know, what I was doing, but I, I had to do what I had to do, and I'm grateful. You know, I'm grateful, man. The floor is dry, and my integrity, for at least for this moment, is still, like I said, intact. And, um, you know, and and people unfortunately learned from my issue. They they were able to say, "Listen, I, man, I don't know how you were able to stay so cool and calm and on and on." And that gave me an opportunity to really tell them about God, man. Listen, He's the same God at the dry with the dry floor, he's the same God in the wet floor. You know, it is what it is, man. And uh, I just thank God that nobody got burned because it was coming out of the hot water heater. I thank God that. We got it stopped, and I thank God we got it fixed. Now let's move on with life. That's it. I'm glad you kept it like that, because I've been like, shit, all these people sitting around looking, let's start baptizing folks. We'll use this more for some. Hey, make some, <laughs> make some lemonade out of these lemons. Right, yeah, right, right. I hear you, man. Hey, hey. Right. Got you, man. <laughs> oh, man, I, I do hear you, but, I mean, you know, there is a, a way to flip that thing, man, and you know, to understand, okay, Lord, yeah, this was uh, it's pretty bad, but thank God we were home when it happened, you know, because oh, sure. had we not been home, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't know what the outcome may have been, but thank God we were home, so you know, there, there's, a, there's a positive in it, that's for sure, man. Look, bro, for me, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. If I would have walked in the door, me and my wife, and, and seen that, I would have took. I would I would I would have went into a place of desperation because you know yeah. my wife can't get comfortable. You know what I mean? Like because we got to deal with this, and I need to deal with this right yeah. now because she can't get comfortable. You know what I mean? Like right. right. That's that's a lot that you that that you look in, especially with the kids and all. It's like oh lord, you know mm-hmm. <laughs> I need this fixed right now. <laughs> right now, no question. Right that. now. <laughs> Quick, fast, and in a yeah. hurry. Mm. Yes, sir. Man, you don't even understand how happy I am, man. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure there'll be another test for one of us real soon, and uh, you know, and perhaps we'll be able to say the same thing, but. Um, you know, this time, thank God, man. That's all I can say. You know what? I had a test today, not not to the level of yours, not by any stretch. About a couple years ago, man, I had this guy try me, man, and I got and I got him with feelings about it, bro. I'm standing out smoking mm-hmm. a cigar, and he asked me what kind of cigar I was smoking. I told him. He said Cuban. I said of course. And he was like, Well, how did you get it? What would he say oh, this for? Mm. Mm. 
then he and then he mm-hmm. was trying to backpedal, you know, he trying to caught him off guard and then he see that I wasn't who he thought I was. But today, bro, this guy sat in my chair. <laughs> oh Lord. And wow. everything in me. Yeah. To maintain my professionalism. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Me and my wife was at lunch and I said, they go so-and-so. Mm. And I gave it a story. And today, bro, he sat in my chair. Wow. Oh, my Here we go, man. Oh, Look at my you, man. God. See, see, that's two tests we passed today, brother. Man, look here. No, mine still wasn't like yours because my, my, my actions and my thoughts won in sync. My actions was to stay professional, yeah. and I did. But my thoughts right. was like, boy, you don't even why I slap inside the MD Clippers, boy, he don't even know. Yeah, but it was at least you kept it internal, man. You're. Your 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 actions and your professionalism professionalism is just a, a byproduct of your integrity, man. So, you know, same deal. You know, it could have you 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 have a sign somewhere. I heard you say it and, uh, before. I reserve the right to refuse service. So you could have just oh, yeah. on the on the just on the vert on the uh, basis of the fact that look, you questioned you know where before and. You could have done that, but you didn't do that, man. So, again, that's that's a byproduct of your integrity, man. So, and I'm sure the brother got a good cut too. Man, I, listen, bro. I, he 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 did. He was happy, and I think he'll be back. But, man, oh no, I ain't gonna bring it up to him. <laughs> I ain't gonna bring it up to him. I'm 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 gonna let I'm gonna let sleeping dogs lie. You know what I mean? But, oh yeah. It's still, it's still, it's still on my mind. Ain't gonna front. It's still on my mind, and every time I see it, <laughs> that that pipe, that pot side boiler, <laughs> ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, it's, hey, it's back there on simmer. <laughs> I, ain't mm. gonna, I ain't gonna lie. Mm. I tell my wife today, man. Hey. He, he, he remember? Man. <laughs> well, we don't know what the next week or two is gonna hold regarding that. Uh, same patron, but you know what? Um, all was well today, and that's that's the, that's the only day you're responsible for. You don't you can't ever say what you'll do in the future, man. But you know, you passed today. You passed today, and that's that's what matters. That's the only one that matters is the one in front of you. Pop quiz. Well, they begin to they try to give yes, them pop quiz, don't they? Man, who you telling? They, who you telling? Yeah. Come in. Put your books under your desk, sit down, and take out a sheet of paper and a pencil. Yeah, they'll, they'll get you with that. You that show is. Man. Man, when we saw him at lunch, he didn't even speak to him or speak to me. Yeah, see, they, yeah. He didn't even acknowledge me, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you was. Ask me why. See, right there? You was feeling some kind of way then, right? Right, because I don't be. I, I'm sitting at. I'm sitting at lunch like that song. So I, I tell you about it. I tell you about it. I, I, I ain't even gonna lie to you, boy. It was, it was that pot was boiling, boy. That that pot I'm was sure. boiling. You hear me? <laughs> hmm. Yes, sir. But we go. We go. 
go thank God that we both uh, passed the day. Because <laughs> I, I wasn't ready for it. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. I wasn't ready for it. Well, man, listen, you and I both know uh, passing the test don't mean you aced it. You know, you may not have made a 100, but you made a, you know, a, a 70 or whatever it took to pass. You passed. <laughs> right. That's all that right. matters, bro. You, I ain't say you made. I didn't say you were exempt. The next, you might not exempt the next exam. Now you didn't. You didn't make a hundred. <laughs> we got three out of five. Right. There you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got three out of five, man. <laughs> so you know you, you're not you're not gonna be retained, but you know they ain't gonna put you in an honor class and nothing like that, you know. Right. That's, ain't that's, all, that's all it takes, man. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> right. Ain't no scholarships coming your way, nothing like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Nah. nah. Mm. But we got it. Man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you last last week you you started making a mention of where's my cigar? This yes, book. Sir. And somehow we got disconnected. Do you remember where you was going with that? Yes, I was speaking because of last week's topic if I'm not mistaken was on you know, so you know, without having an entire thing was was somewhat about women's equality, uh-huh. and um, and and my thing was, I felt in my heart, in my spirit, that um, you know, women. Um, I'm not gonna say they need a, a guidebook, but I felt like Miss Quick could write a book and literally say, you know, where's my cigar? Because when Quick comes home, he's going to. He's going to kick back. He's been stressed out working, you know, uh, all day, and he's going to come in, take his shoes off. Uh, he's going to go in his man cave or he's going to go somewhere, and he's going to light up his Cuban, and, and he's straight. And Miss Quick got up at the same time he did, been burning, you know, the the, the candle on both, both ends. And, you know, uh, when he comes in, he's got a cigar, but she's still grinding. And so she has a right to ask, okay, where's my cigar? So I just felt in my heart and my spirit that, you know, it's something that she needs to write about, you know, you know, not necessarily women's equality, but uh, a woman's responsibility and, 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 you know, getting to that place where she can get, quote, unquote, her cigar, her downtime, her time to relax and things of that nature. So I just thought it would be a awesome title for a book for her to, to to write about. So that's that's where I was at with it. Uh, yes, would I read it? Yeah, I would read that book. Would you really? And, and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I read that book and, and, and truthfully I, I'll uh I'll even finance that book because she deserves and I ain't I ain't gonna go finance the, the vacation trip or or the to the spa. <laughs> Oh no, well, but we'll get that that book out. <laughs> yeah, but listen. She uh, she, she, she deserves. She being Miss Quick, of course, deserves her cigar. And I'm sure that there's a lot of a lot of women, you know, that that deserve their cigar as well. Um, That's right. 
being single mothers or or what have you. Because truthfully, Miss Quick, she's actually up before I get up. You know what I mean? And she's got herself together to, to get the boys up and get them together. So not only is she, you know, constantly gone, even beyond, you know, but she starts before I do and, and end after I do, if you will. Well, let me let me say this too, man. When I get on the phone with you guys, it's, you know, it's not all the time, but, you know, it's, I start to dream, man. I get, you know, and that's a good thing. I want to be around people that cause me to dream. But as you were talking, you know, if once that book is written, I'm not going to say you would do a follow-up, but maybe another man could do the follow-up and say, I'll write a book called I Don't Smoke Alone. And if you write a book saying I don't smoke alone, that means, you know what, I'm going to make sure she gets her cigar. I'm going to make sure she gets her downtime and things like that. So that's, that's two books, man, you know, where's my cigar and the man or the husband or whoever can write the follow-up, I don't smoke alone. I'm going to have my cigar. I'm going to do that, but I'm going to make sure she gets hers also. So I don't smoke alone. So there you go, man. we got a series of books now. <laughs> <laughs> a series of books. Now, yeah, man. Well, we go, we go, we go. Preface. I don't smoke alone. Next week, we go talk about that. We go, we go, we go, Uh-oh. we go talk about that next week because wow. you're, you're you're absolutely right. We uh, and 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 you know we just when we speaking of cigars, we're not necessarily saying you know going like no. but but that mm. downtime and relaxing, whatever it is That's that right. that y'all can do together. Maybe sit down and drink coffee. But sit down and be able That's to have right. a conversation and just unwind. That's right. That's you right. Know, That's right. Uh, you know, not talking about the office, not talking about work, not talking about the kids, but just conversing about whatever. Not not the to do list, but just yeah. have conversations. Hey man, listen. Um I'm gonna mess your head up a little bit, man, but you know, my wife and I, we love movies. Rarely can we watch them together because, you know, just because of scheduling and all of that stuff. But, you know, when my wife watches movies, she loves to get her own bottle, bag of popcorn or whatever it is. So what I did was uh, instead of going to the supermarket and getting the popcorn, she was sitting down and wanted to watch a movie one night. So I ran by the movie theater and grabbed her, got her some hot, some popped hot Put the butter on it and came back to the house. It's only three minutes from the house, and brought it back to her so she could sit down and watch her woman movie with some real popcorn, man. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So in other words, no, come on, man. I ain't got time for all that foolishness. <laughs> ain't got time for that foolishness. So what I'm saying is, you know, just a preview for next week. We got to be intentional with that thing. We got to not let them find their cigar, but you know what? We got to make sure we give it to them every now and then. So you Already know, cut. We got to be intentional, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. You you on, you, you on it. Already cut. You ain't got to do no work. I got you. You got to do no work. I got you. Yeah. No. Yeah, I got but you. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, and, and like you were saying, you know, it's when you do it, don't 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 have that. You know, right. uh, she, my, my wife, she'll I'll come in and she'll be in there watching on, on the Sunday with the 
with the boys watching this movie because it's Christmas season. So she, it's a, it's a Christmas. It's always gonna be a Christmas movie. And right. she wouldn't have pop, pop some popcorn. He came back and they sit over there eating popcorn. I'm trying to rest and relax because you know it's what it is. And it it it, it, it made my heart sing just seeing seeing them enjoying themselves. You know, every now and again, my son would come bring me a popcorn and throw it in my mm-hmm. mouth. You know, took it out of his mouth and I put it in my mouth. You know, but yeah, 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 it it's what it is. Hmm. Sometimes simple things, as simple as passing germs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, brother. Make, listen, you own it. Make you happy, you know. Yeah, yeah, can make all the difference in the world, man. You know, they feel appreciated. You know, they feel like, okay, you you do see me. I'm not, you know, I'm, I am more than just your maid and your uh, your your belly warmer, as the old slaves used to, slave owners used to call them. More than that, you know, you you do see me. You see that I do want my cigar, so I, I like that, you know. And um, so we got to be intentional, man. We got to make sure that we're um, have you know others on our mind to make sure that they're getting uh, that same time that we're getting. Yeah, yeah, we it's it's it's, it's hard because with, with with my wife, like I like we said previous shows. You know, she ain't gonna just stop and do nothing for her. You know, right. it may be for her, but she's gonna make sure that, you know, instead of going to get this bag, you know, I'm gonna go get the boys some more blankets or or right. some. Yep. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So I, I I do believe I'll probably have to like kidnap her, her being Miss Quick, mm-hmm. and and take her to the place. For her to relax right. and get it done, I'm not gonna sit there because she mm. gonna complain about it because she gonna be like, <laughs> you know, I could have did this with this and that with this and stop, 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 enjoy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, that sounds like a good show topic, then. Oh yeah. I, next week, I don't smoke. I don't drink. Uh, smoke alone. Yep. Tune in. <laughs> yep. That will be what's up. And a lot of men need to call in and um, you know, show that they're real men, not that they're dictators and, you know, I'm the I'm the I'm the chief of my tribe or I'm the head of my house, all this, you know. So call in and show that you're a real man. Call in and show that you know what? Uh, I do I am considerate of her. I do understand her. I do respect her and I do appreciate her. Maybe we can compare some notes, man, to see, you know, who's bringing it. You know, what are you doing, okay? Pastor brought some popcorn from the theater. Somebody else might say, well, you know, I, I did one better than that. I I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you did, you know. And maybe we can get some different ideas, man, to be able to show more appreciation. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I, I'm my wife. She ain't gonna smoke no cigar. Right? And and, and, <laughs> nah. and, and, the, and the coffee that I make for be too strong for. And but yeah, but we gonna sit there and do something together. That's right. That's right. That's right. They they should be something somewhere. I don't know. 
You know, I don't know what, but it should be something, man. So, you know, find that thing. Find out. You know, we sh- might even have a contest next week to ask some brother, what's your wife's favorite drink? What is her favorite restaurant? What is what is her favorite color? You know, all those things like that, man. We need to, you know, if we're going to do it, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. This is the season for giving. Oh, yes, man. sir. We might, we might go on and uh, put old gift card on the line. Send that gift card out for you. Look at you, man. <laughs> Look at you. You know, because uh, I don't want to fail. I'm past my test. I don't want to fail it now. She like, well, you know, what, what you going to get me for Christmas? I don't want to say a dry floor. You know, that's what I gave you, a dry floor. Nah, wait, 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 <laughs> wait. Uh-uh. See, now, now you're trying, you trying to hit the load of belt now. Cause, hey, you see what I'm saying? I showed, so, I showed so to my wife a few, few years. I got you to give that keep on giving. What? I got you kids. I gave you a baby. How about that? See, see, and see, that's what I'm saying. We, we, hey, we've been to the other side of it, man. It's time to, it's time to, <laughs> it's time to flip the script, man. So uh, instead of talking like a tyrant. You know, let's 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 show them something, man. Well, mm. you are something else, <laughs> man. Listen, this show is something else. <laughs> That's what we gonna blame it on. Oh, for sure. Okay, okay. There you go. <laughs> That's what we gonna put it on. <laughs> dig that. Dig that. Man. It is. It is. I'm. I'm actually honored to to say, you know, that we're never done. I'm honored to be able to uh, contribute something in in all those aspects, from uh, as a child of God, family, business, sibling, you know. So. I'm 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 grateful, man. I'm I'm really I'm really happy to to say I, I I'm not done yet. You know, ain't no yeah, ain't no it. sit down and smoke a cigar. It's, it's maybe a smoke break, but we ain't done. Right, it's yeah. not a victory lap. Yeah, this yeah just, take pride in that, man. Take yeah, take very much pride in that. Take so I, pride I, I in love because that means you. Yeah, that means you've been entrusted with a lot of responsibility. And even all of my brothers out there and sisters, all of us, I know I've got to tighten things up, you know, in my household. But, you know, even when I leave this world, man, those kids are still my kids. And I need to have something in place like insurance or savings or something so that, you know, even when I'm deceased, guess what? I'm still not done because I can do something to help make sure that their life is, you know, somewhat comfortable, man. You know what I'm saying? So even when you're deceased, you can still give, you know, if you prepare properly while you're living. Oh, and that's for sure. And also next week, um, where we will, uh, we we have the sister who sells who sells insurance. So we'll be wow. we're gonna uh, put that plug out there next week as well, so that. We can make sure that all our bases are covered, even yeah. when we're not here to 
experience or witness. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, like you were saying, have put some in place for when we're not here anymore. You know, but that's that that also is a part of you know uh, being a man. You know, you, you don't yeah. want to leave the burden. You want to leave the lessons, but not mm-hmm. the burden. Bad enough, they yeah. have to deal with you not you physically not being here, but you don't want your bills to haunt them. <laughs> right, right. You, you know what? At the same time, they're missing your presence. So we're gonna uh, mm-hmm. also have that plug for you next week uh, here on from the streets of the pulpit. Sounds good. Well, y'all know what time it is. Y'all know it's time to go to work, you know. Uh, so if everybody's hearts and minds are clear, uh, we can go ahead and, and get to work. Miss Quick? Yes. Oh, I'm good. Is your heart and mind clear? Yes, thank you. I love you. Thank you. Pastor, my brother, is your heart mind clear? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I again wanna wanna congratulate you on, on, on getting that that star on the top of your paper today, man. Uh that's 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 a big deal. So uh, yeah. thank you. My heart, hey, man. Yeah. So, Pastor, go ahead and say what you're about to say, and when you're done, go on and take us home, man. I'm going to just take us home, man. Lord, thank you so much for uh, this conversation, this topic. Thank you, God, for allowing us to admit and somewhat demonstrate that it's never over. It's, it's never over. It's a continuous process, and it's a responsibility that we don't take lightly. Um, Lord, help us to understand that we'll always have a role somewhere. As long as we are here on this earth, we have a role, if nothing else, just to be an example to somebody, to be encouragement to somebody, to be enlightenment to somebody. Lord, help us to realize, God, that we can impact this world in a tremendous way. And even, Lord, as we leave here, help us to make sure that we're prepared to uh, leave something for our loved ones so that you know, even after we're gone, they may miss us, but they can continue to live um, somewhat of a peaceful financial life. Now, God, thank you again for this show. Help us, God, to um, uh, understand that even after the show is over, guess what? The show's still not over because I pray that, Lord, the, uh, someone will mull it over in their mind and say, you know what? I needed that tonight, and you know what? Let me examine myself and realize and understand that I've got work to do. I've got a responsibility that I don't take lightly. So, Lord, we thank you for it all, and all the glory goes to you, God. We're just we're just puppets on a string. We're here to serve you, to represent you, and to share you with other folks. God, I pray that you continue to bless the show, bless for quick and his wife. Uh, Lord, keep your hands on this show. And may it be a blessing to folk and not a burden. Thank you so much, God. And may we all rest peacefully tonight. And help us to know that, God, even when we're resting, it's not over because we're getting rest so that we can go out and serve again. 
So it never ends. It's never over. The grind continues. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. That concludes tonight's episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit. I am the host, the number one, Mr. Quick, Miss Quick, Pastor Robinson, and Dr. Twin in his absence. We love you. We're thankful for you. Love God and love each other. Peace. Thank you.